And so I had to go and learn binary code real quick. (laughs) I mean, I watched several YouTube videos. Hello, and welcome to Moments of Inspiration, a podcast for educators by educators, with the purpose of sharing what's right in the world for a change. So buckle up and come take a journey with us, because no matter where you are, we're on this road together. February 25th, 2021 marked the 10-year anniversary of Digital Learning Day, not just here in North Carolina, but nationwide. With the huge role technology has played in education over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic, many more people have come to realize just how important the effective use of technology in the classroom is. Digital Learning Day has always been a way to highlight effective digital teaching practices, tools, and resources. And this year, the focus was on celebrating and honoring our educators who have stepped up and in many cases out of their comfort zones to ensure their students' success in the face of uncertainty. As ILCs, we decided that an exciting way to share what some of our incredible educators are doing to enhance the learning experience for their students was to get the scoop right from the source. So we decided to host a series of short conversations live on Twitter on February 25th, Digital Learning Day. We spoke in all with 11 different folks from North and South Carolina, all the way up to Michigan. If you weren't able to tune into the live event, we have the links to all the videos on Twitter available on our website at bit.ly forward slash NCILC. That's bit.ly forward slash capital NCILC. We've also decided to use these conversations as part of a series of episodes for Moments of Inspiration and Podcast PDNC. So be sure to be on the lookout for all 11 of these fabulous conversations to drop as podcast episodes coming soon. episode, we are featuring Carrie Robledo. Carrie is a digital integration facilitator for Moore County Schools, where she does some really amazing lessons, activities, and programs around STEM, robotics, and coding. I'll introduce her more thoroughly in the conversation you're about to hear, but I have to say that Carrie is one of my go-to people when it comes to coaching and collaboration around digital teaching and learning. Not only is she full of original and innovative ideas, The proof of her passion is the success of the work she does and is so willing to share. She's also connected to a diverse and inspiring PLN, so I highly recommend that you follow her on Twitter at Carrie Robledo. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-B-L-E-D-O. Enjoy the conversation. We are hosting some live streaming of educators and folks that are here to celebrate educators. That's what we're here on Digital Learning Day to do. So one person that comes to mind for me is Carrie when we're thinking about what it means to celebrate educators. So I'm I'm just beyond excited that she's here to talk a little bit today. And Carrie is a digital integration facilitator for Moore County Schools, 
where she integrates things like robotics and engineering and coding at High Falls K-8 School, Elise Middle, and Robbins Elementary. So she floats around and has roles in all of these different schools. She is a tremendous friend to me and somebody I turn to for support, inspiration, and even ideas to steal. I have taken full lessons and just brought it right over to my library as Carrie made it available. So um, it's no wonder why I'm telling you that she is the 2020 NC Ties Outstanding Teacher of the Year. She is the 2020-21 IMCS Ambassador, the 2019-2020 Moore County Schools Teacher of the Year. I'm telling you guys, this is a, we have a big person here in our, in our midst. And a 2018-19 Keenan Fellow. So this girl's got it going on. And I know that you're very passionate about STEM. So you're going to talk a little bit about STEM and coding and making those things equitable to your students. Moore County is a really fantastic place. You're really innovating and bringing things to the forefront. And I know that that's because of a lot of the passion you put into it. So is there anything I left out of this glowing review of you? I appreciate that, Molly. Thank you. I think you like thumbed it all up. Really well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So here's what I want to know, our superstar of STEM. On social media, and here's where I steal all of your ideas. On social media, you post things all the time of like, here's the cool thing I did with my coding club and these robotics girls. And, you know, I just love it. And so can you talk a little bit about what you've done virtually? I know that you took your coding club and have been working with these kids for about a year now virtually. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So one thing that I'm really passionate about is computer science and especially coding coding with robotics, and getting students, all students, to have access to that. And so I coach first Lego League teams, our school-wide robotics teams, in a normal year, right? Well, last year we finished our FLL season. We are a team of all girls, brand new to first Lego League. They won the Innovation Award for the state. So that was an amazing accomplishment. We left on this really high, like, feeling and then we made it to nationals or they made it to nationals and then COVID hit. So we had to shift everything virtual and they were really, um, I had three eighth graders who were heartbroken because that's where their journey with me ended. And so they're pursuing hopefully robotics in the high school level and coding there. But for our sixth graders on the team, we wanted, I wanted to make sure like they still had that opportunity, even though we weren't meeting face to face. So that's where we started the virtual coding club. And this year it's open to all of our middle school students. Wednesday is a remote learning day. So they, we meet on Wednesdays at 11. They join the Google meet, they pop in and then we do different activities. Whether the first week we met, we talked about pixel art and then they um, created their own pixel art. And I'll tell you what, middle school students love the Google meet breakout rooms. I heard, um, was that Heather in one of the previous sessions was talking about breakout rooms and my middle school students love it because, you know, they're not getting that interaction. Uh-huh. They can't sit next to their student, like to their peers and talk to them. Right. So when they're able to do a breakout room, they love it. And so I'll pop in and out of their rooms and they share their screen with me so that I can see, okay, what are you, what's your, um, what are you working on today? Uh-huh. And that's been really cool for them to collaborate as well. And since I'm at multiple schools, we're working with students from High Falls and students from Ely's. And it's great because eventually they're all going to be Northmore Mustangs. So we've really been enjoying that. And it, it, it also allows for our Connect or all virtual students to participate as well, even though they're not in the building. I think that's really powerful. You know, but we know how much teaching is about relationships. And I've talked about this 
in a couple different places is kids learn from each other. So when they have to sit six feet apart or be in a small cohort or miss completely being in person, you know, the way of using those breakout rooms and, and doing it in an environment where they're curious and passionate about whatever the topic is, it really allows them to learn from each other. So I'm guessing you probably did something cool for the Mars Perseverance landing. Yes. So starting last week, we had a, we talked about the perseverance. And then after the call, one of my FLL students from High Falls stayed on and he said, Miss Robledo, did you know that there is a drone attached? So we talked about that. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? We normally meet on Wednesdays, but the next day was a remote learning day. So I said, we've got to meet. We've got to meet. So we called a special meeting at two, starting at 2.15. We watched the Discovery Ed um, broadcast. And I had some students stay on until 4 o'clock with me just watching. And it was so funny because one of them said, I guess the peanuts worked because if you watched the launch, they talked about why they have peanuts in the um, the control room. So that was pretty cool and a really fun moment to get to share with them too. They're really big moments that we miss being in person for. Yeah. So And making history, you know, good history. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. And so we carried that over to this week. And because I was like scrolling through Twitter, because that's where we get some of our greatest like, mm -hmm. oh, this is a great idea. Um, and someone had tweeted a PDF that they made about the Perseverance parachute and the secret message that was attached to that parachute. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, what's this about? So I did some research and it's all about bi the binary code. Well, I did not grow up with experience, like coding experience, which is why one reason why I'm so passionate about giving students this opportunity. I didn't have that. And I think back to like, if I did have that opportunity, would I be where I am today? And so I had to go and learn binary code real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched several YouTube videos um, and I was like, am I enjoying it? I mean, it was real quick. And then we learned it together. You know, I made a Jamboard off of that um, PDF that was shared on Twitter. And then we students made a break, a copy of that. And then in their breakout rooms, they were able to go and work on that together. And that was really cool. And I had one student that wanted to stay on after just so she could work on. I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then yesterday around five o'clock, because I told him, I was like, OK, our time is up. But if you get this, email me the secret message. And about five o'clock, I had a student and she's like, here it is. Here it is. I didn't tell the rest of my team members because I want them to figure it out. But I, I solved it. And so that was really cool. That is so cool. It just goes to show, you know, again, that perseverance, we talk about resilience. It's there in coding. It's there in STEM. I mean, that's what I've seen myself with kids doing. Yeah. And with that, like, that's what I try to teach them is like, don't give up because, you know, and we've figured this out, right, that our students know way more than we do when it comes to certain things. <laughs> like coding. I'm like, why don't you think about that? And because I may not know the answer, but they are going to be the ones that are like, Oh, well, that's what I did. And, you know, and it's great when they can start collaborating. Um, yeah. And that's one reason why I love First Lego League and robotics and, and coding in STEM. I just think it's awesome how you're making those real world connections too. to you know, current events, real world connections, really inspiring that. You know, what you said just a second ago kind of hit me and I thought about it. The fact that you didn't have the opportunity to learn coding coming up as you were. Neither did I. I didn't have the opportunity to learn anything like that. And, and now that you say it, it does make you wonder. Where would you be on the flip side of that? I mean, I'm absolutely where I should be, but still. Right. 
And I think, you know, digital learning day. So we have to talk about this, like where if 2020 didn't make us realize this, but like computer science is so important, right? This mm-hmm. we're celebrating digital learning day because of computer science. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to prepare our students for careers that we may not even know exist, you know? Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So that's a good lead in to what um, I know we had another prompt that we were going to talk about in Moore County schools. This is a K-12 robotics and STEM and coding start in kindergarten in Moore County. This is not a middle school and up kind of activity. And one of the things that I was really excited, I know Chris was planning to go to, we were going to go to that building engineers and K-12 classrooms event in Moore County in April 2020, which obviously didn't happen. So it evolved into something that went virtual. So will you talk briefly, we have a few minutes left. So you just talk about what it was like to have that event go virtual and some things that have kind of transpired since then. Yeah, so we were able to take it virtual, like you said, and that allowed us to get more presenters. So we had some presenters from Virginia and from the eastern part of the state, the western part of the state. And that was really cool because they were able to film their videos and then we uploaded them to our YouTube channel. And then we thought, well, wait, we are really big with Go Open. And we said, let's make this available to educators across the state so they can search our conference and find you know, our videos. And so we put those videos in Go Open in our hub and so that anybody now can see them. That was great because you can go back and like reflect and wait, what was that? And you, you watch it at your own pace. And I, I really liked that too. And I think it goes to show too, like YouTube is very accessible, but it's so big. Like when you type in coding K-12, you're going to get millions and millions of results. If you type it into Go Open, you're going to get more counties vetted, standards aligned, good uh-huh. value PD. You know, you're not going to have to sift through some of those videos that may not help. Um, so it just proves that power of how using that platform is so beneficial to educators in our state. So I really commend Moore County and you for, for making that effort and making that available to teachers all over the state. Another thing that you moved virtual was robotics competitions. So will you talk briefly about that? Yeah. So with our conference, we always have, and Molly, you've been to this. Well, did you get to go? I didn't get to go. So right. I was supposed to come. Stacy, not at yours, but I've gotten to go to, I've gotten to be a judge at the robotics that, that we do in Catawba County. Okay. And, um, and just, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. It, I mean, it takes up acres. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's a really big deal in our in our county. And there were a lot of upset students because we weren't going to be, I mean, teachers included, that we weren't going to be able to continue, you know, our face-to-face robotics this year. So we've moved them all virtual and we've been able to adapt that. So instead of doing hands-on robotics, we moved it to more of a computer science challenge, focusing on those new K-12 robotics standards, or excuse me, computer science standards. And then we also added an engineering component. And so if they wish to participate, they can, and then they get different prizes. And then those are also going to, those challenges will also be uploaded to our Go Open Hub. I love it. It just goes to show how adaptable I think teachers can be if you're willing to be flexible, try new things, and the things we learn from it. You know, that's the, the I think we've learned so much this year, especially, but just in a lot of ways, you let the kids lead in how you're 
being adaptable. And, and I just think that's really awesome. So um, I know our time, see, 15 minutes just flies, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Carrie has mentioned a couple of times, but there's a lot of really great things out there with engineering, coding, and STEM from Moore County Schools on Go Open. So definitely check that out. And follow Carrie on social media. We've tagged her on here, but she's got some really great things she's regularly sharing. And I thank you, Carrie, for being such a leader in all of these many, many ways and for taking the time to share with us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being with us, Carrie. Thank you. We might be distanced, but we can still be social through the many channels available to us in this digital age. Moments of Inspiration launched with the idea of keeping us connected during these interesting times and telling stories from the classroom, whether they're remote, hybrid, or safely in person. After all, as Kate DiCamillo says, stories connect us. Thanks for listening, and please be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon. If you wish to contribute and share your story, please visit us at bit.ly forward slash all caps ILC MOI. That's bit.ly forward slash all caps ILC MOI. The Moments of Inspiration podcast was written, recorded, and produced by Molly Holloman, Stacey Lovedahl, and Chris Benick. It is available on the following podcast platforms. Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio, as well as through our website. The music in this episode was taken from YouTube Creator Studio and includes Rolling Heads by Unicorn Heads. Redwood by Kinkas Morera and Credit Jam by Chris Benning. Along with Don't You Bite Now by Dan Leibowitz and Natural by Endless Love. We are so thankful that you have chosen to take the time to listen and we look forward to hearing from you. Please consider subscribing and leaving us some positive reviews. Now, come on, get your voice out there. Oh, moments of inspiration. Everybody's talking about it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>